Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. Hey guys. Happy Monday. Monday. Happy late Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. All the motherly figures. Yes. Thank you all for being mothers, a mom. All the mothers, motherly figures. Yes. Um, I feel you. like I say this every week, but time feels like it's flying. Mid-May. Every week I'm like, yeah, every week I'm just you like, actually do oh my gosh, that we're... <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like, okay, hear me out. I feel like when you're planning a wedding, you have things you have to get done. You have this list and you I schedule certain appointments and those appointments seem so far away and then all of a sudden they're here and you're like, whoa, I just scheduled that appointment two months ago mm-hmm. and now it's here. So now I feel like for this year, I just have all these like milestone things that I need to get done by a certain amount of time or things that need to be sent out or just things that need to be finished, whatever it is. And then because I have so many of those, it just seems like they're coming so quickly, if that makes yeah. sense. No, I totally I know. know what you mean. Wedding stuff, like, actually does make the year feel – I don't know. You're. I feel like when it's the year of your wedding, you're, you are doing it by milestone of your wedding. Like, okay, this is my bridal shower month. Like, oh, my God, it's going so fast. Like, Right. You know? And so I feel like I, yeah, yours went by fast, too, because it's it like totally you had did, one event. Yeah. And even though your next event was two months away, it came up so quickly, and then it was, like, that event, and then the wedding. Yeah. And I don't know. It just – is a lot going on, I guess. So that's why it feels like time is flying by. But I will mm-hmm. try not to say that next week, even though I probably <laughs> will. <laughs> but uh, we have a couple updates for you guys real quick before we dive into our Q&A episode because we haven't done one of those in so long. So we got some questions from you guys. But for updates, we did go through the whole Facebook group and went through and did all the member requests. So we got through that. So if you're not seeing that you're in the group, make sure you just answer the questions and we do it and we do Mm-hmm. I don't know what the word is, but we like scan everyone. We yeah. we would just want it to be a safe space. So we just make sure everyone is legit, who's they who they say they are, and like, then we, we want to see your Instagram handle because not for like followers or anything like that, but yeah, just, just to, to like, make confirm. sure you <laughs> you are who you say you are basically. Yeah. So to make sure you fill that out. Yes, got caught up on that. And with that being said, I feel like because there are so many new members in there that we should, we really want to try to plan another meetup soon. So we're debating on a summer vibe meetup. Yeah. Like maybe like Like an activity. Yeah. Outdoorsy activity. Mm -hmm. So that is definitely going to be in the works soon. Um, other updates. Let's see. Oh, I'm going wedding dress shopping this week, so which exciting. I'm so excited about. And that's what I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast. I scheduled the appointments, I think, two months ago. And it's crazy to me that they're already here this mm-hmm. week. And that wedding dress shops are saying like, oh, if you're having your wedding like at the beginning of 2024, you should start dress up shopping and I'm like oh shoot like gotta get on it so yeah I'm really excited for that I feel like I'm going in with no expectations I just want to be very open-minded mm-hmm. and not f- feel like I'm set on something and then it not work out and be really disappointed 
So just going in with an open mind and seeing what happens. But I'm going to vlog the whole thing so you guys can watch the behind the scenes and all that. And yeah, I feel like I'm not going to cry unless my mom cries. <laughs> and I feel like if my mom cries, everybody's going to cry. Oh, I know. Honestly, yeah. And I feel like my mom will cry. So keep you guys updated on that. <laughs> but. And then, yeah, last update from me is I just wanted to share my little failed skims order. Did you <laughs> so, order from the wedding collection? Yes, I did because I was like, oh, my gosh, oh so my gosh, cute. So I ordered a couple different things because I was like, honestly, I'll just order anything I want to try on. And if I don't like it, I'll just return it. And I'm normally not like that because I hate returning. And I unfortunately have to return some pieces because – I'm just a little confused. So I guess it's the first time of me experiencing with my new girlies of a top not fitting and just being very confused. And now oh. I feel like I can relate to the bigger girlies. Yeah. Those of you out there with <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know. I I got one of the I got two corset tops because I couldn't decide which one I wanted. And I was like, I'll just buy them both and then keep the one I love and return yeah. the other one. Both of them ended up not working out. One was like uh they were both silk I guess but one was like a thicker band and then thicker straps and I went by the size guide and I also looked after the fact after I tried it on it did not fit whatsoever like when I like you know how you like scoop your boobs into a top to just like look cute so I was like Mm -hmm. scooping and placing them (laughs) putting my (laughs) top on and like my nipples were not covered and I was just so confused because I'm like isn't skims like for all body types all shapes all sizes because anyone with and it's like your exact size like it's like a cup size right no 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 it was just like a size but they tell you based on what cup size you are what size to buy so I just went off that and basically like Either I scooped the girlies all the way in the top and my nipples were fully exposed or I covered my nipples and I had boob falling out on top of the top and at the bottom of the top. So I okay, was just I need to, like see this corset so, I can't envision it. It's just like, little, you know, the black R-U-M-I one that I have the like, like it's just literally basic. just like a bandeau and it's like thick oh, and then thick. Okay. Basically, oh, that's what it was, okay. but white. Got and it. I was just so confused. Like, in no way did it fit. So I went to the website and the Instagram to see if any bigger girlies were wearing this top. And they weren't. It was all tiny models. So then mm-hmm. I became even more confused because I was like, I thought Skims didn't do this. But so that top was a fail. And then I got this other top that was a what they called a silky bralette, just scoop neck. So basic bralette, scoop neck, silk, spaghetti straps literally same issue like my girlies just did not fit in the top and i'm so so can you go up a size i or is it i feel like maybe but then the band would be too big around my oh i see you know what i mean so it's like it was just so weird and then honestly the the bralette the silk bralette scoop neck felt like those bralettes we have from amazon the triangle ones Mm love those felt just like that i know and the skims ones i think was 40 dollars and 60 dollars so i'm like for what to me feel uncomfortable with just like 
my boobs spilling out. I don't know. Right. I have yet to buy from Skims, honestly. So I was a little disappointed. I am keeping some other pieces. I got the like frilly underwear that I feel like could be just a cute photo. Super cute. I got that lace bodysuit that our friend Riley got in light pink at her bachelorette. It came out in white. Oh, love that. So that was really cute. And then the wedding collection's cute or bridal. Yeah. What else? There was one other thing, but I oh, um, it's like a silk mini skirt. It's super mini, Mm. but because I feel like I'm having a beach wedding, it could be cute on the beach. So I kept those and I'm going to return the other two tops. But I was just very confused at the sizing because I'm like, anyone who has anything bigger than me, which I feel like is a lot of people, would not fit in this top. Mm. And like, can I see Kim wearing this top, please? Yeah, I was going to say. I just feel feel like like she wouldn't fit in this top either. So I don't know. But yeah, that's kind of disappointing. (laughs) Kind of disappointing. So, okay. Mm. Any updates from you? Um, updates for me, I, this week I'm trying a new laser facial, well, TBD, I'm kind of nervous, but it's the clear (laughs) and brilliant, please DM me your experience if you have tried this facial, um, because I don't know, I'm seeing mixed things, but I see it, I see it's like really great things or very like average, like nothing bad, it's just like, oh, I don't, like it was just like average reviews, so but good, pretty much Clear good. and Brilliant is a laser facial that is supposed to improve like acne scars, your skin texture, your skin tone, and your pores. And I I just always look at my pores. I feel like my pores get really, really large. So I would love to minimize those. So that's really what I'm doing it for. And then, okay, by the way, my sister actually works at this dermatolog. It's a cosmetic dermatology place. And La Jolla and so they're board certified dermatologist doctors that cer- that specialize in cosmetic dermatology I hope I said that right I don't know <laughs> that sounded but, very legit I think you yes did. so I really trust their opinion I was like she was like okay do you want me to give you like my opinion if I was your best friend I'm like please like I want to hear it all so she was like telling me about the laser and then I'm also going to dissolve I think my lip filler so she's gonna do an ultrasound thing on my lips and see where and if I have filler that migrated which I absolutely do because I had nothing before I got filler and I I feel like I have a little bit of migration that I have been kind of like putting off dissolving potentially I hate that if you get lip filler you're probably going to have to dissolve it unless you're so lucky because it's kind of inevitable unless you're really lucky like your filler is going to dissolve or migrate to other parts of your lips so potentially doing that but I'm so scared because I heard it hurts so bad so updates to come but that's kind of my only update (laughs) when are you doing that um Thursday at like 8 a.m fun and then I have my hair appointment right after that let us know how it goes (laughs) Yeah, I will. But I'm like down to try new things. So I'm like, okay, facials, let's go. Same, honestly. And I feel like it's good because I feel like you were so hesitant before your wedding, which totally understand. I was not do anything. I didn't want to do anything. So now I'm just like, wow, I'm so I and I think I said this last week, but I tried masseter Botox 
And I think it's been, it's only been a week actually. So I literally can't say anything about it. So (laughs) an update to come. TBD. TBD that. Oh yeah. On that note, I got the Daxify Botox, which is new to the market, which is supposedly supposed to last six months, which normal Botox does not. So I'm really excited to see if that, if it lasts. So Look at us just getting all the things done, trying out all the things. <laughs> and yeah, okay. Yeah. Enough of that. Um, let's jump into influences of the week yes. since it's already been almost 15 minutes. Okay, what Sorry. is your influence this week? Okay, influences this week. I'm pretty sure I hope I said this, but I'm going to the Caribbean with my mom and my sister we're doing like a little girls trip for my sister's like last hurrah before she goes to med school so I've been ordering like all the little beach accessories I feel like I have pretty much like my core swim and stuff so I'm just like accessorizing um I'm really excited because I got a little beach bag for the summer and like for all the other summers to come but it's from Jacques (laughs) Mousse and it's so cute it's just like a little straw bag with pink like details on it and they have they've had this bag for a while I just was not a fan of the big version so they came out with a small little version and it's so cute that came in the other day so I'm really excited about that and then I was telling Alyssa this week that free people randomly just has like the cutest beach accessories like super cute um like pendant chokers with like seashells um just like really cute accessories like i love i feel like going back to your right now mermaid core oh my god i'm so ready i'm like i'm trying to be a coconut girl right now (laughs) i'm trying to be aquamarine um i just like love hair clips right now too oh my god wait summer buns should do i'm gonna send you this info because okay i need to send you this but like and they it's just like little seashell clip hair clips cute and I just feel like they're super cute and there's really cute ones I'll send you some inspo um but I just like love all the little hair accessories like that right now just like cute little hair clips so yeah what about your influence of the week mine this week I feel like I've been seeing this all over Instagram this past week and it's been sticking with me and I feel like it's just something that I love um it's I think it's called quiet luxury basically yes like the overall term yeah just very minimal very like small logos slash no logos at all just kind of if you know you know vibes um and then I was joking but not really joking (laughs) with Danielle about this she's not joking at all I'm not joking actually it's inspiring it's inspired by me manifesting an Hermes bag and not in the immediate future, but just in the next couple years, I feel like that's the next goal of mine. I would say I have never been an Hermes girly. I haven't really ever been interested in it, but I do feel like, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older mm-hmm. or, you know, I'm building out a collection and just kind of like missing that piece, but I do love how classic it looks and just timeless. Timeless, Yeah. So we'll see, but that's been my current obsession. So I feel like it kind of ties in with quiet luxury and just, I don't know. Yeah. I just love that. So, and I feel like it's, it's very me. So I've been saving a bunch of inspo and outfits from when I see it on social media and whatnot. So yeah, that's my current influence. 
So yeah. Cute. Exciting. Okay. I feel like let's dive into the episode now. Mm-hmm. So basically, we just asked you, we put up question boxes and let you guys ask us questions. So we just compiled a list of our most asked questions and we'll kind of go through them. Um, I tried to take notes and find the episode that we went really in depth with it. So if you are mm-hmm. wanting to hear more, we'll share that episode. But we broke it down into categories. We have just Instagram questions, shooting questions, and kind of business admin questions. So We'll just dive in, and the first section is Instagram. So the first question we have you guys asked is, what are your thoughts on how to go viral? I feel like going viral is obviously never really planned. I feel like you could have a video or photo that you're like, oh, this is the one, and it's never the one. I feel like you're very lucky Uh, if you're like planning a viral moment, and it actually happens, but... Definitely just, I would say for like going viral, at least for like Instagram reels, like be on top of the trends um, and make it very savable and relatable and like, oh, people are going to want to tag other their friends in this or I'm going to put, I have noticed text on screen does really well um, when I'm scrolling and I see viral things on Instagram, like text on screen, I feel like is having a push, um, but Other than that, just like things that are either funny, relatable, inspirational, or like spark an emotion, that's always like the things that are going viral. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely feel like something that's savable, Mm -hmm. whatever, yeah, category you want to fall under, and definitely keeping it short, I feel like as well. Yeah, for sure. Um, But I feel like I do have a hot take on this. I think I saw a TikTok about this, but it was basically saying that going viral isn't necessarily the best thing because, and I know we've mentioned this before, but when you do go viral, I feel like you have no control over it. So you have no control over what audience it's being pushed to. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like we actually talked about this almost a year or two ago, but basically... If it gets pushed to the wrong audience, there's literally nothing you can do. And if it's unfortunately foreign men, then you have to go in and block and delete them Mm -hmm. all. And it's just kind of risky. Yes, the followers and the growth is nice, but in the long run, it definitely could hurt your reach, like your demographics. And we've talked about how important your demographics are. So I don't know. Like, I feel like it's nice to go viral, but... I remember when we talked about it so long ago, it was like if you're if you have a fashion based profile and you're going to post something that's comedy that might draw in the wrong audience of what mm-hmm. you're trying to do. So it's I would just say if you are trying to go viral, make sure it's in the niche that you'd want to grow in, like yeah. your future audience would want to save that. So that's why I try to just stick with fashion reels I feel like because I want to attract a fashion audience right and hoping that one of those videos will go viral and people save it for outfit inspo Mm -hmm. I guess would be my goal so I would just say be careful but it is nice when it happens yeah totally um yeah I agree so yeah okay I feel like that's pretty much it on that question Mm -hmm. unless you had anything else to add not really. I feel like it's so random. It's random. 
But like usually it's the things that are trending slash save. Oh, trending audios too. Yeah. I feel like I remember one of my videos went viral a year ago. It was that walking sound to the mm-hmm. song Woman. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a trendy audio and it just so happened to catch. So that was cool. Okay. Yeah. Next question is, how much time does it take to grow an Instagram account? And then... This, like, this depends <laughs> on so many things. I feel like there's literally not one single answer for this because there's girls that you'll see that they'll start a whole new account and they'll just they know what to do and they'll just blow up like immediately almost but we've been working with our instagram accounts for years Mm -hmm. um so there's really there's really not a solid answer we could give you for this but um i I feel feel like like as like back in the day when we started I feel like it was so different versus like you just said like what it is now where you could just start Mm -hmm. over and like have all these tips and tools in your tool belt to be able to grow and like some girls definitely do that but some girls do that and it doesn't work so it definitely doesn't work for everybody and I feel like it's like always the same advice we go into depth in this in episode six it was just one of our very first episodes that we did because it is such an it's one of our most asked questions probably and again like you said it's so different for every single person I feel like you won't really find two people that have the same journey it just depends Mm -hmm. what kind of content you're posting what the algorithm is currently pushing what the algorithm is doing that day who knows I feel like it changes every day right so it could take you a couple months. It could take you a couple years. Like, it's just like make sure it's something that you genuinely want to do because exactly you're gonna burn out if not. Um, but I would I would say in most cases it takes a long time. Like yes, if you want to build a, game. a community, it's gonna take a while. Like or you can be like Alex Earl who like blew up overnight. Essentially, that doesn't. But she's like one in did you hear she did um she did a podcast with howard stern and she actually talked about it and she actually said she was post i didn't listen to the whole thing yet but i saw a clip of it i think on tiktok and she basically said that she was posting for three years before she went oh i did see that so it's so not that like is she a, just like actually, one yeah, night was like bam she was trying but like she literally of. said she literally said i'm trying I was trying to be the hot, perfect, pretty girl and like it wasn't relatable. And as soon as she started sharing her pimples and her acne, that's when she said she started going viral and blowing Mm -hmm. up. And yeah, of course, most people don't go viral and blow up like she did. True. But again, she said she had been posting for three years before that. Three years, one thing hit and then it was like overnight, which is kind of crazy but and then you have to keep it going and like Mm -hmm. you have to keep the audience because if you don't have that strategy or you're not committed or whatever like she could have blown up for like a few months and then it could have died out Mm -hmm. but like she kept it going you know what i mean yeah so it's definitely interesting that she mentioned that because i do feel like a lot of people are like oh she just blew up one day Mm -hmm. so it's like good perspective i thought that was so interesting super interesting 
Yeah, make sure you're trying to grow it for the right reasons and like remember you're building a community so don't get frustrated with how long it could potentially take or or not. So yeah, yeah. not a clear answer, but if to Episode give you perspective, six, we dive in. Yes, so we dive I would in. Listen to that. We just reiterate we have been doing this since 2018. If if you wanted like any sort of context or perspective. Yeah. And I feel like it wasn't until the last one to two years where we literally found our style, what we like to post, and yeah. had viral videos. Because again, while. Yeah. reels weren't always a thing. So like when we started, there were no reels, there were no stories, True. barely. Um, there was IGTV, which I feel like some of you don't even know what that is because they don't <laughs> even have that anymore. Oh my god yeah wow. yeah um, IGTV. so it's like yeah of course if you're starting now you have a lot more tools to work with to build your account but you also have a lot more accounts to go up against if that makes True. sense so there's just different factors that play into it and you just have to find your thing find what you love and stick with it and i feel like that's how you grow mm-hmm. essentially because then you find that audience who likes that so I because like for example like I literally post neutral colored outfits and I actually did quite get this question on my Q&A a couple weeks ago and someone was like when are you gonna post color and I was like I'm not yeah, <laughs> like that's not just not not me it's I've I've done color before if you scroll down in my feed I feel like two summers ago was very colorful but I just didn't feel like it was me. So it's like I'm not going to compromise that and post color just mm. to, I don't know. I don't know how to say it. Like boost myself or get more. Yeah. I don't know. Like I'm just You're not going to post color because exactly. And then I'm attracting a neutral based audience. And the people who like neutral outfits will follow. And, you know, you don't like, I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, if that makes sense. No, we get it. We (laughs) understand. But yeah, episode six. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. We literally go super in-depth in that one, which is why we keep saying it. So if you really want to hear about this, that episode answers so many questions. Okay. Next question is, do you guys uh, IG story plan? And what about planning your feed? So basically, do you plan your stories and do you plan your feed? No, I don't think either of us really plan stories unless it's like, um, this day I'm doing like a Q&A. You... Okay, okay. Oh, that's what it means? Does plan mean like plan or like curate? Or both? I don't really know. Because plan... I feel like you definitely make your stories curated. Oh, cute. you're like you oh, spend you're a saying... lot of time on your stories. Okay, okay. So you're saying like Okay, I took this as if like, like do, do you, you have take a, a story strategy? in the moment and post it? Okay, I guess we can answer both. We could do both. Okay. Okay, no, <laughs> I don't do that. I I don't know why. Like, I think I did. We've like talked about this before <laughs> because I feel like we used to be like, I don't know. I feel like you always were never in the moment and I was trying to be more in the moment. I think I've realized for my mental health, like I need to be present in the moment and I'm not going to do that if I post my story 
in that in exact moment because I yeah. also do really love a text. Like I love a good text. I love a good like line. You like, like edit your <laughs> cute like little videos, like recap kind yes. of, but like in a story vibe. Yeah, I honestly love to recap a video and I, I literally will edit it in InShot and like cut no, it I up, know. put it on. And like, I don't know. I just like, I kind of like that more now and I feel like I'm more present in the moment when I do that as well. Yeah. But... I feel like for okay, me, what about it's you? the same as with stories. Okay. Like, I will take them, and then I save it all, and then mm-hmm. at the end of the day, or once I get home, or if we're on a trip while I'm laying in bed, then I'll start to recap the day, and I feel like I've always been an end-of-the-day recapper, girly, and... One, because I feel like it's so like, for example, New York Fashion Week is so hard to post oh my in the God. moment because it's so yes. go, go, go. You can't even think. And then on trips, too, it's just like you have a lot going on. So I would rather just wait till the end of the day and I'm like decompressing. I enjoy posting on stories. So mm-hmm. I'll like go through and like repost. And I honestly love when people do a trip recap and then you can like watch all the stories at one yeah. time. I love that. So I feel like that's how I do it too. I yeah. feel like I don't go in as of depth as you do um, unless it's something I want mm-hmm. to. But I feel like I just like – I love aesthetic stories. So I really try to – I like to go be able to go back and pick photos or vibes or right. whatever to post to my stories as opposed to posting in the moment and then looking back and being like – And then regretting that it. That doesn't really match. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I like to just save it all for the end of the day so it can be more cohesive if that makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes I try to post little things throughout the day but then I'll like do more at night. But um, in terms of like if we plan like strategize our stories like the week before or like – you know, prior, no, I definitely, it's very in the moment. Like I'm never like, okay, this day I'm going to do an unboxing this day. I'm going to do like this and this. Um, I feel like both of our stories are very much like what we're doing throughout the day. Genuinely, there was a time where people tried to do that. Like people were like, I'm doing, um, like try on literally in my Canva the other day and like saw my like summer posting schedule and like Monday was like an Instagram tip and Tuesday was a try on haul and Wednesday was a Q and A and Thursday was was my unboxing day and then Mm -hmm. Friday was. I don't even remember, but it was just so stressful, honestly, and I feel like, I don't know, it was just a lot, and it just didn't work, and I feel like it's just better to talk about what you did that day, that day, because I feel like for me, if I have to wait for an unboxing day, then I literally will not put it away because I'll forget, so then it just sits out until the next unboxing day, and that just was not working for me, so... Yeah, I feel like the only planned things that we do is just Q&A. I usually do it Sunday. You usually do it Monday. But it's not like a super planned Um, thing. Yeah. But if you are looking for like story strategy, because I think this girl actually phrased it more like, I think she said story planning. Um, if you are, if you kind of like don't know what to post on your story, I would say general like things that I really like to see on people's stories. I love to see people trying new products, showing what they got throughout the week, sharing what they're doing, like workouts they're doing. I feel like if I never know what to post, like I'm like, okay, I just got this new product and like I should do a little review. Like I feel like I really like seeing people do stuff like that. Um, Like 
what people are shopping for, things that they're loving, anything you want to touch on, like how you're feeling, little things like that. Yeah. I feel like just whatever feels natural and authentic to you, mm-hmm. especially if you're just starting out and talking on stories isn't super comfortable for you. It's definitely just takes practice and figuring out what you like and what your audience likes. You can always do polls and ask people what they want to see. One thing I notice for me personally is that photos do better than videos mm-hmm. on my stories. And I feel like I resonate with that as well because when I'm watching stories, I'm like tapping. So I love yeah. when people are on trips and they just are posting so many just aesthetic pretty photos of wherever they are and you can just tap through. Like if yeah. someone starts talking and videoing, I still tap because I'm just in that tapping motion. So that's one thing I've noticed just through trial and error. So I feel like that's what it is. Yeah. It's just trying to see like what does well. Yeah, and like what you like to what you like to consume on other people's to give you inspo. Mm-hmm. And then if you have your audience asking for something specifically, that'll kind of give you an idea as well. Because if someone mm-hmm. is like, oh my gosh, love your lip combo. What is that? Then you can figure out, you can try like, do you do a whole video story of you applying it and doing it? Or do you just post a selfie with the products linked and whatever strategy works best for you? I feel like do that in terms of yeah. planning. Yeah. But And then I do feel like how we were talking about earlier, how we used to have like a plan I feel like starting out, that could be super helpful to help you kind of stick with something if you don't know what mm-hmm. to do. But then, and then you'll learn over time what you like and what you don't like. And I feel like that's really beneficial. But just for us now, we definitely don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. And it even can be like a mental thing where you don't announce like Monday is going to be an IG tip. Like Tuesday. Yeah. Like you can just be like, you, you just do, do it. it. <laughs> like, you know, I think that's more like organic, like authentic. Right. Yes. Oh, honestly, good point. Because I feel like before Instagram like a couple years ago used to be so much more curated and planned. So curated. Yeah. But now it's a lot less like that and in the more moment. in the moment. Yeah. So if you were just like, oh, I just have a random tip I want to share with you guys, like, cool, share it. But if, yeah, yeah like you're saying, like, Monday, it's IG tip yeah, day. Just Today's it. tip oh, of the day yeah. is, <laughs> like, get to it. <laughs> just do it. <laughs> but yeah. Okay. I feel like that's good insight. And then what about feed planning? Okay, so we definitely, we both definitely use preview and like in a sense plan the feed, but like not really, like I will decide what I'm posting that morning unless I have, unless I'm. You literally stress, she stresses me out, you guys. I do mine the night before and I I get it all nice and ready the night before and then I wake up and I post and then she like falls asleep mid prepping and wakes up. (laughs) I'm pretty sure like we, we were all doing like a little hotel girls night. I'm pretty sure you guys walked in. Like I was asleep on my phone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Someone was like, is she awake? And I was like, no, no, like she just falls asleep with her phone in her I can't, I, it's like a joke. Like my my natural melatonin is just editing photos like I will immediately <laughs> fall asleep like I can't do it but in the morning I'm good so like I have to yeah. do it in the morning but then she wakes up super early like yeah, 6 a.m like, mm-hmm. to do her pose yeah and I'm like so, hey just wake me up when it's time to pose because mine is ready to go <laughs> I know that's like honestly a great description of our personalities but um <laughs> so funny so yeah I mean but we do we both plan like one day ahead if we're like really good planning our content in advance like maybe on a trip and we have a ton of content ahead of time we'll plan it out but for the most part it's like we more so plan like what we want to shoot but not necessarily 
the entire feed unless it is like a really cute trip. Yeah, I don't know. Again, if you girlies started within the past year or two, I just feel like they missed a whole era of what Instagram used to be. There was a period of time, you guys, and I am not exaggerating when I say (laughs) I I had two full weeks of content planned out and ready to go. And I posted two to three times a day. And I had that feed ready, lined up. I it would be like this. Yeah. like the first post would be my full body outfit. And then at noon, I would post the detail shot. And then at night, I would post the half body because, again, we didn't have reels. So it was all photos. So I was yeah. posting three photos a day. You guys had my plan out for weeks. And I just can't remember. I could not be bothered to do that now. But that no, was the, at the time, that was the time. thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for me now, I we shoot photo outfits and then I'll go through, edit them and have them in my Lightroom. And then mm-hmm. based on what my last post was, I'll try to switch it up, whether it's the background, I'll change the location, mm-hmm. the pose, if it's sitting, if it's standing, if it's full body, if it's half body to just create dimension on the feed. But that's kind of – and then I'll go through my Lightroom and see like, okay, what outfits do I have? Like I just posted in a white outfit, so maybe I'll do like a beige, gray, or black yeah. outfit try to switch it up. And then I'll go through my content and see what I have and what fits best next to that photo. But it's just one day at a time. Mm-hmm. And now I feel like I could not plan that far in advance because I, I don't know if this is just me or if any of you guys feel like this, but – I feel like I'm the most inspired right before I post or when I'm prepping the post the day before. So when brands ask me to pre-send a caption in, I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to be yeah, feeling like, when I want to post. That day. Yeah. When everyone is on the same page, getting things done is easy. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that enables your team to make their point and move faster. You can even save time by going from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds. Join the 96% of Grammarly users that say it helps them craft more impactful writing. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said. Done. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Like, what if I send the brand a caption that's like, coffee date with me, myself, and I, and then like the day before, what if I accidentally post a caption about coffee? Because I was feeling that. (laughs) You know what I mean? So I just, I love to, all of, I feel like the creativity of the feed comes right before I post because yeah, like, my fiance so will always be like, why don't you prep your post or like, why are you always up so late doing this? And I'm like, because this is when the inspiration comes. Like, yeah, this is when I that. have to do it. So yeah. Also like planning super far ahead. I, I get, I'm just like, get so excited when I'm like shooting in the moment and then oh, I get bored of the content yes. like last week and I'm like, wait, I don't even want to post this anymore. You're like, I don't that even happens like to me a lot on trips. I feel, like, I feel like it just happens a lot to you a lot in general because you're like, yeah. I have no content and I'm like, how? I, I know. I like so scratch much. things a lot. Like, oh. I don't know. <laughs> and then sometimes I'll come back to them and they'll perform really well and I'm like, okay. I don't know. It's just like, 
I just feel like you got to feel your vibes. Like, what are you feeling in the moment? Like, are you excited about this? And I really believe, like, when you are excited about something, like, it translates. And, like, your audience is excited about it, too. So, I don't know. I think more so in the feed or in the moment, as much as you can, will always perform better. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That's the extent we do. It's definitely hard, though. Yeah, I feel like I love to plan my feed, so I feel like it is hard to kind of do in the moment, but so like on trips, it's like you want to get a couple looks before you post, so you know what the feed is going to look like, but then it's like you do want to post I mean, that's still kind of like, I mean, I guess like that's still, like in the moment, like is kind of a general, like it can be within a few days, you know? Got it, got it. Okay, yeah true so, not like full yeah you guys get it not like take a photo and yes like not immediately that. No, no, no. sorry i'm talking about like within a like, few days time <laughs> yeah okay makes sense hopefully that answers your guys's questions about instagram oh and then about planning the feed in stories i have a little note episode 37 is where we talk about that a okay. little more as well so we go super I I remember that. into planning yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you want to hear more about that, episode 37. Okay. Next topics are going to be about shooting and creating content. So the first question you guys sent about this is how to find your personal style and not looking like everyone else slash how to differentiate. This is a great question. And I really appreciate that you asked that because I, I don't know. I feel like it is very, there are certain niches right now I'm personally noticing that are a lot of people are blending in, um, which is totally fine, and that's inevitable. Like to when you're like finding your style, and then Ooh, it's like kind when of the tea. What niches it. are you talking about? Like aesthetics, or like yeah, like cottage core, like how yeah, in spring, like yeah. everyone does cottage core. I'm kind of seeing kind that of- like romantic girly vibe, okay. like that's like popping off. Which again, I love to see it. So like, I literally Sweet. love that content. I feel like, though, I do see the girls that, like, take it and spin it and, like, have their own thing. And it can be as small as, like, a certain editing type for your reels. Like, it can be, like, very small things that make you stand out and that are clearly doing really well. I feel like it takes some time to get there. And I feel like it's totally fine to kind of, like, blend in at first because you're kind of just, like, seeing how things go. Like, you're just, do like, my, does my audience, Yeah, like, does my audience like this vibe? Because I really like this vibe you have to make sure you actually like it and we've talked about that before so like Mm -hmm. make sure you're not trying to like attach to a certain aesthetic or style just because you think it's doing well like you literally it has to be your actual style so doing things like that but then just like putting your own personality with it like is it is your vibe going to be like okay but like maybe my aesthetic photos are kind of similar but like my reels are where I'm going to differentiate or like maybe it's as simple as like you're putting a personality funny pic uh in your carousel and it's just like showing your personality more I don't know I think like my advice would just be like understand like what makes you different obviously like everyone has their certain like quirks and like very specific things and just don't be afraid to put that online like truly yeah, I feel like definitely if you like something, use it as inspo, mm-hmm. but then try to make it your own because, yeah, like you said, everything kind of starts to look 
the same but you can tell the girls who really put a lot of thought into it Mm -hmm. whether yeah sure it's the same dress but they're accessorizing it differently they're doing their hair differently they're styling different shoes which changes the whole vibe of the outfit so you can really I feel like get inspired when people do that if that makes sense but I feel like it truly just comes down to how would you wear that because I feel like for me with like neutral outfits obviously it's very hard (laughs) to differentiate Mm -hmm. yourself but it's you know adding the accessories the bags the sunglasses the hats the shoes like there are so many different things you can switch up change with one similar piece so it's just kind of like I always try to ask myself like how would I wear this or how would I style this when I have an inspo photo of someone that I love the outfit I want to recreate it I'm like okay maybe I wouldn't wear those pants with it but maybe I'll try this skirt because that could be mm-hmm. cute and differentiate that way. We mm-hmm. talk about this a lot in episode 47. We talk about personal aesthetic. So I feel like this could really help for this question and just finding your style. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's all just trial and error, finding what works best for you, what your audience likes. And once you kind of find your thing, then keep doing that and really check your analytics and see, you know, what outfits or styles are getting the most saves or shares or that way you can tell what how your audience is responding if that makes sense yeah yeah agree but I feel like it kind of took us a while to find it for our sure quote-unquote personal styles so don't be discouraged if it if you're not finding it within a few months like we definitely tried a lot of things and again like two summers ago I was wearing color like full-on color so Mm. I went through those phases like we went through the boho phases we have literally tried almost everything so yeah Yeah. if you scroll down you can see it so it's all there yeah yeah, I I think yeah trial and error put your personality into it put your own style into it and you'll find it if that if something's not like popping into your head like oh this is my thing like you'll find it but everyone like has a thing Mm -hmm. absolutely okay and then the next question is do you have a process of choosing what you guys shoot each week I wish I had like more of a process it's kind of just like (laughs) what I'm feeling and if I'm like rushed I'll literally just like throw things in a bag but I feel like right now we go through like phases of like what we genuinely are really loving like right now I'm in my casual era like I like we were just talking about this like I just like yeah I am in my sneaker girl era I'm in my casual era like and I'm loving it so that's kind of I guess like what I'm choosing to shoot right now like I'm not really dressing up my outfits a ton I think I'm like still riding off my like European girl summer and that's a very casual vibe so I think that's like really what's top of mind influencing me right now so I'm kind of just like riding with that um but yeah I think for me it's really just like the vibes I'm loving what I'm feeling that week like am I casual am I comfy like am I not feeling like super like oh I want to put on some heels like I don't know, but I've been feeling bloated lately. Like, that's also (laughs) influenced. Yeah, like, that's influenced my comfy girl era. So, like, I'm genuinely not feeling like I want to wear heels because I'm just, like, always bloated. Like, I don't want to wear tight things. I want to be comfy and loose and, like, hanging out. Um, But, yeah, I feel like that's me for the most part. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, I feel like so... 
I guess the way I kind of look at it is I'll look at my inspo folders, what I'm currently saving, what's inspiring me, mm-hmm. and then look at my what pieces that I've just gotten in this week or what I need to shoot and see if I can make magic happen with those two Mm -hmm. things sometimes something really great comes of that sometimes I'm just like not feeling it or not feeling a piece or I don't know so I I feel like I love being dressed up and I'm trying to be a little more casual but it is a little harder for me so I feel like I'm having to try a little harder because for me I feel like I naturally tend to want to wear boots like no matter what I just love wearing boots. yeah that was so switching to sneakers <laughs> is so I'm just not used to seeing myself in them I think so I feel like sometimes it looks weird on me which is literally just in my head mm-hmm. because I'm just like not used to seeing myself like that because I'm literally always in boots so mm-hmm. it's like getting used to that but I mean I do like the casual vibe too so I'm really trying that it's just being it's a little harder for me because I just love to dress up so yeah I just it's kind of yeah more in the moment and not super super planned because like we were saying earlier like sometimes we'll take photos and then like if a certain amount of time goes by and we don't post it then it's like I don't even like the photo anymore I'm like darn I really liked the outfit but I don't like these photos anymore so just trying to stay like, not to batch too much content, I guess. Because we used to, like, batch a lot, I feel like. And then we would kind of mm-hmm. get over it. So I feel like batching a little less. Yeah, and I feel like when you helps. batch a lot, like, it almost, for me at least, like, it was getting to the point where it wasn't, like, super intentional because I was just trying to, like, put together as many outfits as I could. But now I feel like it's a little more intentional. Like, if I'm going to shoot, I feel like I'm more like, okay, I'm just, like, I can only do two right now, like, and that I'm just going to go with that because whatever else I would put together is not going to be, like, intentional. So, um, yeah, I feel like that's kind of where, where I'm at. Yeah. So I think it just depends on, like, what's going on and, like, obviously if we have a trip, then we, like, really plan that Mm because you have to pack. But in terms of just, like, a casual week, just kind of feeling it out and seeing what happens, I don't know. I feel like I also get bored of locations, too. But then I realize when I look on my feed, I do do love the locations. I feel like we have a really good mix of them. So I'm, like, trying not to let that affect me because I literally just want to be in Europe. So I have to not think about that. I know. We're like, ugh, every week. So it's fine. Um, And then the last question under this is related. So how to balance a trip and content while staying in the moment, which is such a good question because (laughs) – it's hard it's really hard um I mean like we said before we definitely save all of our stories and do a little recap at the end I feel like that has been my biggest thing that I didn't somehow used to do I really was focused on like doing it but that just like puts so much pressure on you and like you're not fully in the moment when you're focusing on like posting stories and like unless not only that but like safety too (laughs) Right. Safety is a huge thing. You know, Um, just not posting exactly where you are when you're there. Yeah. You never know who's watching. So totally post a couple hours later, I guess. Yeah. I feel like that's honestly been the biggest thing is like I will take my photos if I want, take my stories if I want. But like at the end of the day, like I'm 
I'm doing a recap at night. Like I'm going to do my work at night and not during yeah. the day unless it's like a really, really chill day. Um, so. Yeah. And I feel like it depends on what the point of the trip is. Like mm-hmm. if it's a content work trip, then obviously, yeah, we're shooting, getting content, you know, running around doing things. But if it's more of like a certain activity, like a certain not, just work content or we're with other people then it'll be a lot less of that so we're like okay like if we're out then we'll take a photo in our outfit if we find a spot but we're not going to force it and then being more in the moment for that and then yeah Mm -hmm. the recap yeah at the end of the night I feel like is a good way to do that while you're winding down in bed and that way you're not you're still able to be present during the trip yeah and just like like not putting a lot of pressure and expectations on yourself I feel like this trip I did not do that at all the difference between how this different content performs like is insane like this time around I would barely plan anything and that's the content that did well because I was genuinely wearing that stuff all day I don't know if that makes sense I just wasn't planning as hard this time for content Yeah. And I feel like it it's like okay to do both. You just have to go in with the mindset knowing what the purpose of the trip is and communicating that with like whoever you're with. Yeah, so if you're totally. with like your significant other and they're taking photos of you like making sure like they know that's kind of the expectation or if you're with friends, you know, just like communicating that I feel like helps everyone be kind of on the same page and be able to support you in the way that you need. Definitely. And then that way they'll also know when you're planning on being present or like when you guys can schedule or plan things if that makes sense so it's definitely yes, like a learning thing mm-hmm. but yeah communicating for sure but like for example like new york fashion week i feel like is a content trip that is fully a work trip we're going for work we're going to events mm-hmm. where you know brands are sending us clothes to wear so like it's all very work related taking content but then the italy the trip that we went on for the wedding was not necessarily a full-on work trip it i yeah. mean we did do work while we were there but it wasn't as much or planned or calculated as say new york fashion week would be so mm-hmm. hopefully that like makes sense for you guys but yeah and then last section of this q a is just kind of business admin things so you guys asked how to know when you should hire an assistant um honestly I feel like you will like people will say like you'll know but like truly you will know when you're starting to feel so overwhelmed I remember I was like okay I'm gonna wait it out and see when the right moment is and I remember sitting on my couch and I felt so overwhelmed I was like with Josh and I was like I literally posted the ad that day in that moment I was like this is the moment like this is it like I just like I knew it was that day it was that time I posted it got the got what I needed like I feel like you will you will recognize the overwhelming feeling of you Mm -hmm. need to hire someone to literally expand your business Um, it's hard because it's like mm -hmm. there's so many things to do and stay on top of and so many Mm -hmm. things I want to do but I just don't have time to do it or things I want to start or things I want to be more consistent on or anything just like even the simple things like editing a YouTube video like I would film all these YouTube videos and then never have the time to actually edit them so then I spent all that time 
filming them and then I feel like it's a waste of time if it doesn't get edited and posted because what's the point so then it's so nice when you have someone who's able to help you and edit the videos and you know help you post them or whatever like I finally got all caught up on my YouTube videos like I literally didn't edit my both my Paris vlogs from last year until this year and get them posted but I was like I spent way too much time filming to not have this posted Mm -hmm. so it's things like that being able to just finish everything and do all the things you want or like I wanted to post like consistently on like to know it and like sometimes that would just fall to the back burner so then it's like okay having someone help with that it kind of takes that pressure or burden off yourself and like with them helping you it's so much better it right yeah, so I feel like when you feel like, like you said, want to expand your business or start doing more things or you just need help and you feel overwhelmed and being able to outsource, whether you get an assistant or like a virtual assistant or you just hire someone who does more digital things like graphics, Pinterest, like mm-hmm. where you, like they could be located in another state or whatever. Whatever you decide that is best for your business and you can outsource things that you need help with just because you literally do not have enough time in the day to do everything, I feel like this just big burden gets lifted off your chest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so nice. So. But, like, just don't, like, hire one to hire one. Obviously, it's an investment. So, like, make sure that you have things, like, ready to go. Um, that you, like, specific things that, things that you need. Oh, yeah. Like, I think we both did this, but we, like, wrote out pretty much a list of things that we would have a potential assistant do. So I feel like start there, write out a list of, like, what you would have your assistant do. And then once that list gets long, then you can be like, okay, I need help. Yeah. (laughs) Like, I don't have time to do Mm -hmm. this anymore by myself. So, and then I feel like you can justify it and you feel better about it because then you know you'll have enough work to give them because I feel like that's the other part of it too is like you don't want to hire someone and, you know, give them work for one week and then not have anything for them the next week at all. So it's like being able to have enough work to continue to pass off because this person is, you know, relying on you for some sort of income. So you want it to be as consistent as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, it's definitely scary, but rewarding. Yes. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And, like, in the best way. So. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Next question is just connecting with new brands. And do you guys have any advice on that? Yeah. Um, Definitely put yourself out there yeah don't be afraid to utilize your connections um ask for contacts email send emails don't be afraid of rejection um go to events I feel like that's the biggest mm-hmm. one um but if try you don't to have like events, organically post yeah mm-hmm. organically post in the brand and like start tagging them so they see it I swear every brand like when you tag them like they notice yeah they do and you would be very surprised what can come out of that um this has happened I feel like a a lot to us um just like organic partnerships coming from genuinely loving the brand so um I think that's a really great place to start if you have your eye on a specific brand that you really want to work with 
organically Mm -hmm. tag them um, as much as you can. But we also do have a full episode on this. If you want a full in-depth episode, it's episode 61, Networking with Brands. But yeah. I feel like we have a whole list of things or steps you can do. So that's a really good episode to listen to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just put yourself out there. Don't be afraid of rejection. You're not annoying. I feel like that's the biggest thing. Like, you are not being annoying by saying, by introducing yourself to a brand. Like, they get so many emails every day, but this is their job. Like, if you're not going to say hi and introduce yourself and try to connect with a new brand, like, someone else will. And, like, actually, like, 10 other girls will. So, I feel like, like that's what I literally <laughs> tell myself in the back of my yeah. head. Like, if I'm someone not else do is this, doing it, someone else will. So, why not? And if 10 other yeah. girls are, like, why should I not do it? So, I feel like it's definitely intimidating at first. And you practice is so helpful I don't want to say like practice makes perfect but like practicing definitely Mm -hmm. makes it a lot easier and you get a lot more comfortable with it um but yeah it's I just feel like there's so many creators in the industry now um that you have to put yourself out there and not sit and wait for a brand to reach out to you like if there's someone you really want to work with or partner with show them that tell them that like do a post organically and they're con with like their content and then tag them and then when you pitch them send them the link and be like hey here's a recent post I did in your product like here's some comments from my audience they loved it or here's some analytics or insights whatever you want to share with the brand about it I think that's very helpful but yeah definitely put yourself out there Mm -hmm. is the number one thing so I feel like that relates to the next question, which is probably the number one question we get, I feel Always, like, which no matter is what. how help with pitching yourself. And we did a very deep dive in episode 50. It's called All Things Pitching. So I would definitely go listen to that episode. But basically, same thing with what we just said is like introducing yourself, reaching out to the brand really like presenting your strong points of the brand and what you can offer them I feel like back in the day I don't know if this still happens but I remember back in the day like people would just pitch brands and not really tell the brand like how it's going to benefit them like they just essentially wanted free clothes or I don't know that used to be like a big thing back then but I think people have stopped but yeah just sharing who you are and like your idea for the brand if you have a specific vision or a holidays coming up or something you want to create like let the brand know um and then just following up too I feel like is big a big big thing so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's my tips kind of on pitching yourself yeah I feel like also like you said just really painting the whole picture give them your insights give them why it would make sense for this brand to work with you and make it almost like why would why would they say no like this essentially would be such a seamless authentic partnership like my audience is 90% female like in the age range um in the United States like this content is performing really well for me right now and it is very similar to your content like my audience really likes when I wear this certain 
these certain things and like this is exactly what your brand sells just like little things like that just like make it make so much sense that it would be literally awkward or like weird for this brand to say no like why would they you know it's we are kind of like salespeople in that sense like you are selling yourself you're selling your brand um so I really would say think about it in that way I feel like when I first started when there wasn't a lot of information about this like you were just like blindly pitching like hi like here's my Instagram do you want to work together like it's just like like, hi my name is Alyssa and I'm a SoCal blogger yeah like I'm a SoCal (laughs) who posts about fashion and beauty like great so it is literally (laughs) the other a hundred thousand girls in my inbox like you know it's just like the industry is so big like people are getting smarter people are getting a lot deeper like things I feel like that are surface level isn't really working anymore so just really put a lot of thought into it without it being like obviously three paragraphs long please like they're not gonna read that keep it brief and yeah get get your little elevator email pitch down to a t it's gonna take some practice but like you will know that you have it down to a t when you start getting those yeses and those good responses back and even if you do pitch a brand and they say oh like we love your idea we're just out of budget for this month or this quarter totally fine put it in your calendar write it down somewhere remind yourself to follow up because you never know when you know their budget renews i feel like it's always like a guessing game so Mm -hmm. just if they're like oh we'll be getting budget next month maybe follow up like a week before that month starts to get in on that just to make sure you don't kind of like miss that and that you're top of mind but again if you do get rejection just keep following up unless a brand which this has never happened a brand literally just tells you no we are not interested in you actually mm-hmm. that has happened before but no it's like that. for sure that has happened to me so <laughs> where they're just like sorry like um a brand told me like our aesthetics didn't match and that was very obvious and I don't know why I was pitching them but yeah yeah like honestly love the honesty like okay honestly I appreciate that I'm like yeah. great okay, I can check that off my list and you're not sitting there just wondering why they're not responding yeah like why me why not me yeah so don't take it personally again it is a business at the end of the day and just keep following up until they literally tell you no we do not want to work with you you are not our vibe yeah and then if they like, do tell you that okay, it's fine move on. go find someone else who is yeah. so i think the one thing is even though the industry is bigger now and there are more creators there are definitely a lot more brands now that do influencer marketing than there was when we first started Mm-hmm. so it's like every aspect of the industry is growing not just like that there are more influencers so there's ton of opportunities out there you just have to pitch yourself and go get them so so true there and you, then there used to be brands like set brands that we knew paid yeah. and it was like those were the brands that paid but now it's like it's kind of weird if you don't have an influencer marketing budget and that's not yeah. how it was before but agree yeah. yeah you'll definitely feel like have there's more opportunities now for sure, for sure with the amount of brands that pay and we I don't remember where we talked about this but basically a good way if you don't know who to pitch is when you're scrolling on your feed if you see someone put ad save it into a folder so that when you are doing your pitches for the week or the month or whatever you can go into that folder and see like what brands people have put ad on and then you can pitch those brands whether that's mm-hmm. dm email whatever 
So just a little tip to kind of help you figure out who you should be pitching that like aligns with your brand. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And then is this a question? (laughs) Is this last one a question? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So I, I don't know if this was like a personal question or like related to brand relationships, but I've Honestly, we could answer this. So this person said reasons behind successful relationships. I do not know if this person meant um, personal ones or business ones. However, I actually do have the same answer for both. And it is communication. (laughs) Honestly, I think communication. I'm sorry. That is like literally the most cliche, annoying, freaking answer. No, the amount of quotes that I have saved that talk about communication and basically it's no I agree with you 100% communication in all types of successful relationships whether it's business it's brands like if you mess up and you forget a deadline it is better to communicate that with the brand and say hey I am so sorry this deadline slipped my mind I will create this content as soon as possible and get it to you over immediately like Mm -hmm. I apologize like Like, totally my my bad Do not ghost the brand and ruin the relationship because you never know when that rep is going to move to a different brand that could potentially be your dream brand. And now now they're never going to work with you because (laughs) you did not communicate with the other brand, if that makes sense. And even in friendships, um, relationships, like I feel like with my fiance, like we always talk about communicating and like what's going on and like never really going to bed, like mad at each other. And, like, communication is huge. If something's bothering us, we just say it. And I think it's so important in friendships, too. Like, if something's bothering you or you need to talk about something, being able to communicate with that and your friend, fiancé, whoever, being able to hear you out and understand you, like, those are the people you want to keep, the people that can communicate. Yeah. Because I feel like the people who can't communicate have issues of their own. They need to work on They need to go deal with that. (laughs) I think literally, yes, the sign of a healthy person, person, like, who has a good relationship with themselves and, like, can actually be there for you and be a good, um, like, healthy relationship for you is, like, the people who are comfortable communicating. And it's fine if you're working on it, but, again, communicate that. Um, like, yeah. hey, I'm really working on my communication. Like, I'm sorry if I'm ever – if I ever come off weird or, you know, I'm really working on this. Like, I just want to let you know. I think that's, like, completely fine to say. Then it's, like, you're kind of aware. But, yeah. Also, normalize communicating your triggers. I feel like that's something I'm learning and working on. Like, tell someone if you're triggered by something or, like, if you feel overwhelmed by something. Like, this really makes me feel overwhelmed. Like, sorry if I shut mm-hmm. down. Like, I'm working on it. Like, things like that. That's Love been a huge that. thing in my relationship um I'm there's like so many things I'm figuring out in my and then in my love relationship n- by the way note on that if you communicate your triggers with someone and they don't respect them or support them mm-hmm. or understand that that is also a red flag that is like not okay like if you tell someone your trigger you're like hey like I really don't want to talk about this like it's a trigger for me and I'm still kind of working through something that is related to that and if they freak out about it and they like don't get it or they don't understand or Mm -hmm. like they're not supportive of it then like big red flag because I feel like anyone who would understand it would just say like okay thank you for sharing that with me thank you for making me aware and like I'm here 
to support you and be there for you with it, you know, if it ever comes up. Like, those are the kinds of people you want in your life. And I feel like as we get older and, you know, as adults, it's very hard to find people who actually communicate. So, yeah. Love that you no, brought yeah, that totally. up. Yeah. So and by good. the way, you guys like triggers. I feel like I never used to like understand that word, but if it wasn't like something traumatic, but like triggers can be as small as like um certain people, um, certain feelings even that come up for you. You kind of just like you well, we learned a lot about triggers through therapy, but just like working with yourself and working on yourself, you understand things like family related, like, oh, I feel really triggered by like when someone is talking about like moms, like I'm really tri- mm-hmm. like little, it can be very little things. That's kind of what we're talking about. And it can also be um, like, it can also be something like you don't realize that you're triggered by because you might, so someone will say something and then you'll get triggered and you'll feel a certain way and you'll be like, whoa, why am like I you'll feel, feeling yes, like this right now? Yes. You'll be like, nothing just happened and like all of a sudden I'm not okay. Like, yeah, like anxious, that is a overwhelmed. <laughs> yeah, yes, that, yes, good point. That's like kind of how you, how you find them. Like you feel like very overwhelmed all of a sudden, very anxious, your heart's pumping, like you're like suddenly like not And it's not like okay. could potentially be so random that you like had no idea something was going to happen but it's like so important to Mm -hmm. again communicate that with whoever you're with or even just communicate with yourself and acknowledge and sit there and yes take it in because I feel like if you don't that is just gonna you have to deep down yes you have to feel it out you have to and if you don't feel comfortable communicating that with the person you're with like that's a red flag in itself you should always feel comfortable comfortable communicating that so if you like just are not in a situation where you feel comfortable doing that like maybe like reevaluate the situation reevaluate the friend group reevaluate the relationship Mm -hmm. because you shouldn't feel that way so i guess that's like a great personal question to end (laughs) off with (laughs) way to end the episode that was a really good honestly love that communication yes i want to just like write that in my office just like communication yes like i have a hard time having people in my life who can't communicate because i feel like i communicate a lot Mm -hmm. or i try to and that's just natural for me yeah it's like when people don't reciprocate that i get very confused because i'm like whoa like why can't you communicate like what's going on Yeah, honestly, it's a great skill that you have and a lot of people, I feel like, you either learn it or you're too scared to kind of, like, conquer that part, that area. But I feel like I'm on the opposite side where, like, I feel um, self-conscious that I communicate too much and that I can't communicate as much as I want to because then people will be not offended but, like, kind of put off at, like, what Uh I'm trying to communicate but I'm just mm-hmm. trying to communicate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If that makes sense. But I feel okay. You. Anyways, that's anyways. That's, that's it for this episode. Um. Oh yeah. Do you want to share our listener of the week really quick? Yes, our listener of the week is Alexandra. Her handle is her name Alexandra, and then M G O Y C O. Wait, Alexandra M. Goiko? Goiko. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Shout out to Alexandra. You have such casual cutie, candid vibes on her Instagram. Um, Love her style. She has like a very stunning in the moment 
feed and she asks really great questions. She is one of the girlies that will send in things, chat with us, which we really appreciate. So thank you for listening. We appreciate you, Alexandra. Love that. So cute. Well, that's pretty much it for this week's episode. Again, we're all caught up in our Facebook group. So if you didn't mm-hmm. see your invite get accepted, just make sure you go in and answer all the questions. And I feel like that's pretty much it for this week. We hope you guys have a really good week and we'll chat in the next episode. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys love this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.